obsessed with all things ovine, there is seriously something about sheep and always something new to learn about keeping, breeding and farming them. Welcome to the Sheep Show podcast. I'm Jill Noble from Holston Valley Farm and Sheep Stud and your host. The Sheep Show podcast exists to help you no matter where you are in the world, what sheep you breed, what size your flock is. This podcast will help your sheep knowledge and your shepherding confidence grow. And it's a two-way street. I love to hear from you and find out how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Halston Valley Farm or via email jill at halstonvalleyfarm.com.au. Come along on this episode as we explore the amazing world of sheep and sheep farming together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Sheep Show podcast, where we begin our lambing diaries for 2022. And it's kind of funny because we're actually halfway through lambing as we begin this particular lambing diaries way faster than I thought we were going to be. But today's episode, I'm bringing you someone who has helped my 50% of halfway through lambing go so incredibly quickly and perfectly and smoothly. And that is my nephew, Brian from Ireland. Hi, Brian. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Now, for those of you who are regular listeners, you would have met Brian's dad, Um, Andrew, who's my brother, who uh, talked to you about crossbreeding sheep in Ireland. And I was home in Ireland. That's why you haven't heard from me in the last couple of weeks. I've been a little bit busy. And we've also established two new business enterprises on our farm, um, agri-tourism related. Um, Message me if you're interested and wanting to know more. Or if you're following us on Instagram and Facebook, you've probably seen what we're up to. But we have got lots of um, extra little enterprises happening on the farm. But the sheep, it's back to the sheep. And Brian is no stranger to sheep. So I thought maybe it's actually Brian's last night here, which is kind of sad. How are you feeling, Brian, your last night in Australia? Um, I'm a bit sad to go home, but I'm looking forward to coming back. Oh, he wants to come back. <laughs> typical Irish. You know, Definitely. You're, you're, you're on your way home on the plane and you're already making plans to come back. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Brian's been here for about three and a half weeks and he's had a, a kind of a whirlwind, crazy opportunity and it's um, very eventful it's very eventful <laughs> and that's what I thought we'd share with you um just some of the sheep things we've been up to and some of the experiences we've had with lambing because it's been a really interesting lambing yeah. it, it's only been a fortnight really but gee it's, <laughs> it feels like it's been about six months yeah. how is it how has it felt like for you very busy it's been very, very, busy. very busy it has been busy and interesting and interesting and educational and educational <laughs> Definitely. We, we've done at least yeah. one of everything, haven't yes, we? Yes, <laughs> completely. <laughs> we've seen it all. We have seen it yeah. all. Yeah. We have seen it all. It's been, it, it really is kind of amazing to think it's just been a, a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. So um, I know you were here for Bendigo, the Australian Sheep and Wool Show. So yeah. we might just talk about that briefly before we start to move into the lambing mm-hmm. craziness that's been going on. So um, Australian Sheep and Wool Show, for those of you who aren't familiar, is the biggest sheep show in the world. So 3,000 sheep and uh, 5,500 uh, different um, 
breeders and crazy amount of breeds of sheep and Brian's first sheep show. <laughs> so take your mind back to the Australian Sheep and Wool Show a couple of weeks ago, Brian. So a couple, literally four or five days after you arrived in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. What what was your impression? How did you find the sheep show? Well, I definitely found it very interesting to see all the various differences of breeds yeah. and the judging and um, just the way the sheep were presented. And just it was very, very interesting to see um, how it's all run and the different categories and just, yeah, the different, um, just the different sort of um steps to the show and um yeah it was very very mm. interesting mm. yeah it was a lot of work uh yes a lot of preparation yeah 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 and um yeah a lot of sort of taking care of the sheep of course mm-hmm. and then um the judging part that was very mm. interesting and mm-hmm. um yeah for my first time being at a show I really really enjoyed it mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. You did very, very well. You <laughs> even got a couple of ribbons. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. And helped a few other You did, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Obviously we had we had sheep there, Wilshire Horn sheep there, but you got to hold wilty poles. Wilty poles. Um Did you hold any shrub shears? Yes, I can some shrub shears as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a collaborative Thing, wasn't it? Oh, you held very, Dorset very Downs. Very. You, did you hold some Dorset Downs? I know some of the other um, uh, team got yes. to hold some Dorset Downs yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a cool experience, isn't it? Being at a show, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is very interesting, and it's just interesting to take a look at all the different breeders and how they manage their breeds mm-hmm. and how they maintain the the health the health mm. of the animals and yeah it's just very interesting to um get an insight to all mm. these different breeders and their different ways of um sort of nutrition mm. down to the breeding down to just the line of breeding the, the history of the breed as mm. well yes yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. we saw some there's a load of english lesters at the at the show so yeah. really yeah. really old um old English breeds and things like that. So it was really, really good. And we, we had a great time too. I mean, outside of the show ring, we just had a ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had a ball. Yeah, like, yeah. We went for a coffee, just to put it in perspective. When we went for a coffee, the whole lot of us, we were we were dropping $50 every time we went for a coffee. There were yeah. so many of us and we had a hired... Such a great team. It was a great team. Yeah. It was yeah. so, so good. We had a great time. We hired a house and, oh man, it was, it was good. It was just so good. We had a whole... System. Who's going to do yeah. breakfast? Thanks, Chris. Uh, who was doing the driving? Thanks, Chris. Who was doing the reversing? Thanks, Chris. <laughs> who was doing the sheep chaperoning so no one get got killed? Thanks, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is a big listener of the of the podcast, oh, by the way. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He is. Yeah. He loves to get his credits. <laughs> you know what Chris is like. Yeah. <laughs> and then we came home. Then we came home after the sheep show. Yes. We had a couple yes. of days, we had a couple of days here, and then um, Lambing had, actually Lambing started. Lambing had, had started. began when we were away, actually. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah we, Gary, we missed um, the first two. Yeah, we did miss the first yeah. two, and how how giant are they now? Oh my God. <laughs> Comparing them <laughs> to the huge. the recent newborns. Mm. Oh my God, it's amazing when in two weeks. It is, absolutely. Early yeah. lambs just grow so, so fast, they yeah. really do. Yeah. Our listener was asking... 
what 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 did what were we noticing that made us realize that we couldn't do what we would normally do to help a you who's who's experiencing lambing difficulty well usually the ewes uh, would pass um, a water bag or some sort of discharge that is a telltale sign of lambing mm-hmm. and we noticed that this you has had a, com- had a completely closed cervix mm-hmm. and that there was no sign of discharge or sort of that gooey slimy sort of discharge that would indicate that her waters were breaking or yeah that she had any sort of discharge out and she didn't release any of that discharge so we were getting concerned so we made the call for the vet and she diagnosed for a a c-section c-section yeah so one of the things the vet said was yeah if you can't get more than two fingers through the cervix yeah um, and the, the, the U was well advanced in the stages of Af, labor. Ac- yeah, of active yeah. labor. Yeah. Now, since, since then, two weeks on, we've experienced very similar circumstances and we, we've found yeah. out that a U shouldn't be in labor any more than 20 hours. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we have found that out. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. And this U would have been in labor more than... 20 hours yes. at this stage. Yeah, at this stage she would yeah. have been. So So we'd let her do her thing. We'd given her time. We have, yeah. To, we, to do something. Yeah, we gave her time to develop and mm-hmm. sort of, yeah. And, let nature and take its course, let, I and suppose. Nothing had happened. And, and, yeah. and that's what the vet, the vet was quite funny. They, the um, the vet, look, my, my local vet knows me and she had a student with her and she said to the student, okay, so we're going to Jill's, Jill's farm this is not going to be an easy one. <laughs> this, this is probably going to... And it was the student's first day. Yeah, her first day. first day. Vet student first day. Oh, what an exciting first yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, uh, she's very... She was a sheep, a sheep person herself. Yeah. Um, been to... I think she's at, she'd been to Flinders College, I think, and, and yeah. done the sheep program there. Um, and uh, how, how would you... Okay, so... We obviously had the vet do the C-section. What happened? What did we find? Well, we found two lambs in we the end. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was very interesting to to see and fascinating to see the, I suppose, the layers. Yes. That has to be cut through. And then the internal works of the sheep. Yeah. And um, yeah, just the problems to look out for. And, you know, like... We were getting educated on where to where the the vet had to cut through and what angle and what side of the U, mm. which was side. the left side, left side. which yeah. was very interesting. Mm. And um, yeah, just to to see from a, an educated mm. point of view what this vet um, what she done and mm. yeah yeah. And as and since then, then we had we had. Two lambs that we extracted from the ewe. The yeah. uh, one of them was kind of one of them was, was alive, very alive. Yeah, one, one of them was, was very alive. Semi alive, or was it? No, no. Alive. I don't think it was no, when it, it was first came out. I think it was it was yeah. dead from all the the stress that the yes. ewe could have. Which is kind of normal, you'd expect. Yes, of course, from a dead. from a C section because yeah. a C section would be the sort of last. Resort. The last resort. It would be when the ewe is tired and had enough of yeah. labour, and we've noticed that there's no no possible way that she could give birth. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, so we've just, it would cause a lot of internal problems and a lot of stress for the lambs. So we were very um, relieved that there was at least one alive. Yeah. So. And how long, so we bottle fed, gave a colostrum? We gave a colostrum and we bottle fed and I think it only, it only lasted really, it only lived for about 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think kind of, yeah, it was just the stress that it was under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the you? The ewe lived for a week. Yeah. Yeah, she lived for a week and she started to look upwards and yeah. we, we we thought she was taking a turn for the better. And um, yeah, she just took a turn for the worse in the end. So... Yeah. So we lost everything. We lost everything. Yes, yeah. we lost everything. We lost everything, sadly. Yeah, it's one of those um, experiences. I mean, I, I, it was it was really good. It wasn't cheap. <laughs> Just <laughs> no. so you know, everyone, it is not a cheap thing no. to have a vet and a vet student uh, come and spend three or four hours on your farm operating, and operating, <laughs> and uh, all the drugs and yeah. you know everything else that goes along with it. So it definitely wasn't cheap, and you end up with nothing. Yeah. And, and sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Well, we were just noticing as well that because the ewe couldn't um, open up her cervix or dilate, there was no way that she could pass her placenta. So that is a a big factor that could cause an internal infection, Mm -hmm. which may have killed the ewe, although we we had been given her a course of antibiotics, Mm -hmm. which was supposed to reduce that risk. And um, you just never know what happens internally. After such a major operation, mm-hmm. it's just, um, it's one of those things that you kind of have to, you know, you take a risk and yeah. you try your best. Yeah. And that's all you can do. That's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's all you can yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was just one of those things. Um, okay. So that was the start of lambing. Very first the very year. start. Very start. <laughs> literally. Apart from the fact that we had two that lambs. That we had two healthy lambs already. We had two already. healthy lambs in the, in the paddock that had lamb when we were at the show. <clears> so <throat> we did that. They yeah. were ma- They should see them. Like, we were talking about them a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. They were giant. The yeah, giant were lambs giant. now. Yeah. Um, and we lambed. One of the things I've noticed about this year's lambing is uh i've been lambing the majority of my use two weeks earlier yeah um or if not three weeks earlier than most other years even though i joined at the same time and i've thought about this and i've asked a few people what might be causing this and a few factors one seasonal factors so weather yeah um it's like you know it's a warmer sort of season mm-hmm. you know these sorts of things when the use were joined Nutrition. Um, nutrition would be another thing. And then the other thing was I, a lot of you regular listeners would know that I used my vasectomy ram this year in his, you know, in, for, for the fullest season. So I put him in in January. He would have had six weeks with the use. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that's made a huge difference. Yeah. Mm. So that's been quite interesting just to sort of see that. And, the, and I suppose since then our lambing has been, pretty steady you know we've oh, been having yes. yeah. you know four five six seven ewes lamb a day consistently, yeah. consistently every, day. Yeah, every day it was one day i think we only had one set of twins or something yeah today was a quiet day we had three sets of twins yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been quite a breeze really like there's been a lot of has it now Brian? well it has yes because <laughs> well, it's good for you <laughs> <laughs> because uh we haven't had to assist much we haven't and they just seem so much 
you know, yeah. like they just seem so much happier and yeah. Yeah. And what have you noticed about the lambs that have been born? They're big. <laughs> yeah. Big and healthy. Big and healthy lambs. Yeah. Uh, which is a good sign. Yeah. Definitely a good sign. And well, some ways yeah. more than others. But um, yeah, a lot of the ewes that have had big lambs didn't really need assistance. No. And um, it has been sort of a good, a good sign. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just really good to see these big, happy, healthy lambs and mm. jumping around within 10 minutes. <laughs> Quite amazing. And our heaviest yeah. one has been? Seven kilos. Seven blinking kilos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Seven kilos. Seven kilos. It's hard. It's hard to believe that. And we've had lots of six, six and a half, lots of five, five and a half. Yeah. yeah quite typically. Yeah. Even twins, four and a half. Even twins, four and a half, even yeah. possibly five. Five kilos. Yeah. yeah twins, which yeah. has been brilliant. Yeah. And um, maidens. Ha- uh, I've had a lot of maidens lambs so you far. have. And they have just been fascinating. <laughs> Absolutely fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Just really, really good. Really good. The motherly instinct, just straight off the bat, was yeah. just amazing. Mm. It's quite, just amazing. Quite incredible. Isn't yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. And I find I thinking this year much better than last year. I don't know what I. I, don't, I can't think of anything specific I've tried that's different. Yeah. But the mothering instinct is in those maidens has been. I mean, not that it was dreadful last year, but it was definitely some mismothering and mismothering. Yeah. You know, and, Which is understandable for the first yeah. time. They're kind of a little yeah. bit clueless and yeah. they don't know what to do, and they've just yeah. popped out this little wriggly thing, and yes. they're like, "What do I do with this?" Yes. Now we also <laughs> so, had one one lamb that you saved that we end up having to you know, do a little bit orthopedics. On. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we had a. Lamb um, that was only coming with one leg. Yeah. So kind of had to just get in there, and it was a it was a large lamb, yeah. a very large lamb, and um, it was just very sort of hadn't a lot of room and a lot of space, and we just had to do what we had to do and try and get the get it out safely. Yeah. And um, it just when we got it out, it just had this. It just started limping, and it was just telltale signs of maybe a fracture or a broken bone or something. So um, we came up with a plan and, a, and um, yeah, we got to work. We did. And we made a splint. We made a splint. How did we make the splint? Out of pipe. Yes. Yes. A little bit of hose pipe. A little bit of hose pipe. Yeah. Stiff, and some stiff hose stiff pipe. Stiff hose pipe and some um, insulate tape or packing tape, I think. Insulating tape and yeah. some horse wrap. And horse wrap. Yeah. Now, all the while when we're doing this this sort of um, orthopedic on the, on the lamb, just to put in perspective, we were very lucky. We also had... To Canadian, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my niece Gary's uh, Gary's niece, um, my niece from uh, on Ontario or Ontario. Ontario. We're trying to pronounce it the way that we're supposed to pronounce it now. We're not supposed to pronounce it with second T. Yeah. Um, and Julie, so uh, Alessandra and Julie were helping us. So they were yeah. really, they were really they were fascinating. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. And they both got. I mean, these these two girls have been to uni, studied wildlife conservation yep. and, and very much into it to wildlife but they turned mid sheep midwifery like yes. no oh they really got stuck they in do, and they loved it. it they do and they were really really good and yeah. really helpful yeah and they just were were really keen to learn yes. and to chip in and to help and it was just amazing yes. We had Julia, uh, Alessandra one time, um, with their lovely slender hands, which is very helpful. <laughs> very helpful. <laughs> and um, Alessandra was like, oh, I can't get in. I can't get in. And she was trying. And the next thing you hear is pop. And then she gets through the cervix into this U. It was quite amazing, wasn't yes. it? Oh, I'm in. She's I'm like, in. I'm in. 
Yeah. I mean, and yeah, we had a couple of weird head things. We had to get we heads. We did. And feet. Mm. And feet. And feet problems. And what was it? Because you asked me at one stage, how did I get the head? Yeah, how did you manipulate the head back yeah. into position, to yeah. birthing position and safely, got it out safely, yeah. two legs and, and a head. Yeah. And what did I, what did I tell you that, that I did? That you just got to kind of manip- manipulate the, the head around and just try and get in there and get past the head. Yes. And bring it forward along while you're trying to pull the legs, legs as well. Yes. So it is kind of a challenge, but um, yeah. yeah, it's just the, the managing and sort yes. of taking it slowly and trying to, you know, yes. when you have a life in your hands, you're kind of a lamb life in your a hands. lamb life. You kind of, yeah. yeah, you have to be careful and just try the best, try yes. the best you can. And, um, yeah. and one of the other things we found worked was, um, well, it was, it's quite good because there was a few of us helping. So some yeah. of us were holding, some of us were having a go, you know, in, in, uh, inside from time yeah. to time when we had to assist. Um, and one of the things I found was when we changed Change the position, position. Yeah, yeah yeah so what were some of the positions that scans scans first <laughs> what were some of the positions that we 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 tried well when the ewe was lying on say the right side yeah the head might have been out of place or a foot might have been out of place but when we can kind of stand them up and yes. hold them gravity can help a lot and kind of move the the lamb into position or move the lamb down the birthing canal which can bring it out then easier yeah. or even just change into the left side and just yeah. you know kind of as the you gets up and moves and all the commotion really does help the position and the yes. movement of the lamb because yeah. because they're they're making their way out yeah and it does help yeah. yeah. So when you when you feel like oh what am I what else am I gonna try or yeah. if you're struggling mm. and you're kind of wondering what where what's going wrong mm. just try and change try position and yeah, yeah just try something else yeah brilliant yeah. brilliant yeah. brilliant great stuff and then we had um, we haven't had very many losses we we're talking about this earlier on the, the, no. the mortality rate's been really low it has been really low we um, lost little lamb. Um, that the you you said he was sick already. Um, yeah, he just is yeah. sort of a humped up back and wasn't stretching and you know yeah. like the telltale signs of sort of malnourishment from the ewe. Yeah, that we mightn't have spotted because we could have done an overcheck of the ewes mm. or whatever and sort of you know mm. mightn't have noticed anything in depth or else it just could have been something that the lamb contracted. Yeah, and indeed. you yeah. know it can happen so quickly at such a vulnerable age as well mm-hmm. because. At the end of the day, they are newborns and, yeah, you know. Without a doubt. Yeah. It, you yeah. know. And then there was one with this stargazing and the neurological thing. Yes. Um, I noticed that the ewe had lambed and um, I just went over to clear out the mucus or whatever that was in the lamb's mouth and nose. So we clear, I cleared that out and I just kind of, the ewe was very keen to lick the lamb and um, just be a mother. And, um, yeah, she she kind of wanted to just lick the lamb and clean the lamb. So I kind of just walked away. And then when I came back about half an hour later, maybe an hour later, and the lamb was still in the same position. Mm. And he wasn't, he was licked and cleaned and just hadn't stood up, which within an hour, the lamb should be yeah. <laughs> running around and yeah. would have had its first um, feed of colostrum and everything. So notice that the lamb wasn't... Um, was moving its head a lot more than its body and sort of noticed 
that there was a problem. So I went over to the, the lamb and he was just kind of waving his head around in circles in the air. Mm. And it was sort of, it just looked like a neurological disease because it, it couldn't rightly stand up. It could hold its head up for, for a certain amount of time, mm. but it would just sort of wave its head around in circles and mm. just keep that motion. But if it's, yeah, it was just as if their head was so heavy. Mm-hmm. And they just couldn't hold it up. And, you know, mm. it was very, very strange. Very mm. strange and fascinating to, to see. Mm. And he only lasted a couple of hours, two or three hours. Two, yeah, two to yeah. three hours. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then we were in the shed that night and we spotted this little... <laughs> little tot of a thing. This little runt. Little runt of a thing, <laughs> yeah. Who we, I mean, because I'm tagging, I knew the mother and we yeah, knew we had checked the mother. The and mothers. we had identified the, yeah. the problem, yeah. which she had a problem with her other. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we could identify yeah. that this lamb wasn't getting the right treatment, yeah. I suppose. Yes, so, the right love. The right love. Yes. So what did we do now? So we had this dead lamb who had the neurological issue. We had this mother who was desperate this to be mother a mother. This mother that was desperate to be a mother. <laughs> and we had this little, this, this little lamb was born um, as a twin. It was actually born three and a half kilos, quite yeah, small. Quite and small. It, I think it had gone to three kilos by this stage. Yeah. It was really yeah. quite yeah and really hunched so what what did we do well we we decided that we can try our best and we we skinned the dead lamb and we made a sort of a, a little woolly coat <laughs> for this new lamb or for this malnourished lamb and we um we put it on to this this other lamb that wasn't thriving as well and we mm-hmm. placed it in front of this ewe that was desperate and just like that it was it was like a miracle it was a miracle <laughs> she we just, didn't even have to try did we, we didn't even have to try we didn't even have to you know hold her encourage the lamb to feed or anything yeah it was just amazing to and see that one sniff and that was it she yeah. was like you know hey you're alive yeah you're alive you came back to life <laughs> and that was it they just bonded ever since yeah so and she's protective and she's loving very this protective. little lamb she really is loving it yeah, yeah, yeah. following it around yeah. and she doesn't want anybody to go no, near it she doesn't she doesn't no. she doesn't it's been amazing so, stuff like that's so rewarding to be yeah. able to yeah you know do that um yeah it really is yeah. it's fascinating yeah it's been really good it's yeah. been really good wow Gee, and, and we're only half, I'm only halfway through. You're only halfway you get through. To, you get to say goodbye now and not worry about lambing Oh, I'll miss it. Home. I will. <laughs> I'll be thinking of you on the plane. Wait now. I, I, will. Wonder, I wonder what she's up now. Oh, I wonder how many more has been born since I left. Oh, it's been mad. It's been mad. It really has. So, obviously, you used to, to sheep lambing <clears throat> yeah. farming yeah. Um, and you've come you've been you were here in Australia when you were younger yeah when I was younger but we didn't yeah. have the farm so what would you say what do you think are some of the like you're coming you're going back now yeah, to Ireland I'm going back what suggestions would you have for Andrew <laughs> <laughs> well um the the systems that the you systems. run the systems you run is just brilliant the tagging straight yeah. after birth so you can record and identify which lambs belong to which ewes yeah. is very, very helpful, especially for like we ran into the, the lamb that was a bit weaker. Mm-hmm. We could identify the mother and identify the problem. Um, that was very helpful. Um, removing the ewes that has lambed from the main um, flock 
that a main flock of pregnant Jews mm. is really helpful because you're not sort of running around and trying to decide and, and is this um, a new lamb or is an this old a new lamb? lamb or an old lamb and which you yeah. has lambed and did mm. that you lamb yet you know that's very um, very good to be able to identify and, I'm, I'm uh, going to come back to this question in a second mm. now but there was something that you do when you do move the you and the lamb out of the main flock it's a sound that you make yeah <laughs> and it seems to work really well yeah so just call out like you're a lamb yourself <laughs> yeah just be in the lamb's shoes and look for your mother <laughs> and just sort of make the little lamb noise and she'll follow the sound yeah, wow yeah and it's really just yeah. because the ewes once you lift up the lambs the ewes can't yeah. see above them yeah. and they never think to look up they always just look down and look yeah. around and then most times if if they've lost if they lamb in um in a certain part of the field or the paddock they will always go back to that spot yeah so if you're halfways away from that spot and you're holding the lambs up high where the ewe can't see and she will always just automatically Mm -hmm. run back to that spot and it's a it's amazing and it's fascinating to see how they remember in this huge paddock to Mm -hmm. run back to Mm -hmm. that very spot Mm -hmm. that they lambed is just amazing Mm -hmm. and um, yeah just sort of calling out like you're a lamb really Mm -hmm. does help because it just follows the sound and, and if they are lost just kind of if the lambs aren't cooperating and crying out, mm. they just make the sound. And if the ewe follows your the it sound works. of your voice, just place the lambs back on the ground yeah. and she'll see them straight away. Yeah. And just mm. begin again. Mm. Yeah. That reminds me, um, this was probably one of the early ewes, but way up, this was way up near where you had that ewe, or that lamb with the leg yeah. thing that we talked about. Yeah. There was a maiden ewe up there, one of our first maiden ewes that went. Yes. And she she was not cooperating. No, she was not cooperating. And she kept going back. She was running around, then she come. Yeah. So we just left her for a little bit longer. Yeah. She, we yeah. we possibly could have tried to move the lambs, but it was it was late at night and it was just yeah. kind of for their safety we wanted to get them down to... Um, so it was very ex- exposed. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was quite exposed. And um, for, their sa- for the safety of the lambs and the ewe, we just wanted to get them a bit closer to, yeah. to us. And um, yeah, so when we tried to move these lambs, she was a maiden ewe and she, you know, she was all new to it and, and you can't really blame her for <laughs> going a bit mad. And she was kind of... Um, looking for the lambs and she'd kind of run off and, and, and run off for a while and we were kind of in a different part of where she lambs so she'd always come back to the spot where she lambs so mm-hmm. we just decided to just place the lambs back there and yeah. leave them for another while yeah. and we came back within the yeah. next two or three hours and she was, more she was just more compliant yeah. and yeah they, they kind of were a bit stronger and were able to walk along with her as well yeah. for half the way or whatever until we just got them out of the paddock and onto the laneway yeah. and um, yeah it was just it was just a lot easier to leave them and make sure they're mm. they have enough time in that spot where they do lamb because they will always go back to that mm. spot yeah. yeah yeah they really have a connection i think some of the research suggests that you know if they're if they do stay I mean, we move ours pretty frequently even if we're not moving the 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 um, <clears throat> ones that lambed out yeah we're trying to give them fresh fresh pasture if yeah. we can um, every couple of days so they get used to being moved but they will go back seemingly research suggests they go back to that spot for like the next five days they'll yeah. continue to frequent yeah. that particular yeah. spot because scents as well yeah the scent strong the strong scent it's comfort and obviously they've chosen even like tonight 
very quite a windy day here and we don't get much yeah. wind yeah. and we went out quite late and we found this maiden you way just had, just had twins yeah. yeah and she was just sort of down in a little hollow yeah no just, wind no wind whatsoever down in that little yeah. hollow perfect little yeah, spot yeah perfect she chose a perfect yeah. spot not the mm. easiest to get her out of there, but we did it. You did it. <laughs> we did little, it. With your little bang sound. With me little call. <laughs> <laughs> so back to that question then. So other things that you, <clears throat> other suggestions you'd be bringing home. Oh, so you got wow. the tagging. The you got tagging. the moving them out. You the love moving. the gates here. Oh, the gates are amazing. They're not, <laughs> you know, they're just so easy. Open yeah. and closed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're not heavy at all. Mm. In, in Ireland, there's these big cast iron yeah. gates and they're kind of like, oh my God. You know they're they're so heavy. Um, but the more gates, cattle gates, aren't they're they? more cattle yeah, gates, more cattle definitely. Gates than, than um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, definitely the the systems, and then the mobs as well. The keeping the older sort of lambs, especially when it's a busy time of lambing, mm. and you're kind of if you're bringing them in and you're moving them to different um, paddocks and stuff. You separate and say older lambs from the newborn lambs instead of mixing them all in the one shed and then the the newborn lambs being a bit disorientated and kind of like oh where's my mother yeah. and all this you know so it is very good moving the more advanced lambs mm. sort of away and into a more of a open paddock you could say mm. and they're much more independent yeah oh definitely mm. and they will go off and they'll sleep in their own little corner and then yeah. all they have to do is let out a little bar and yeah. <laughs> their mother's there right yeah. beside them so it is um that's a very good system as mm. well definitely mm. yeah interesting so, yeah mm, interesting yeah. and what would you say overall are the differences do you think lambing here in australia just generally and or is it similar is it just like being well, a it's very similar. <coughs> I feel anyway that it is mm. similar. Yeah. Um, definitely the, the different managements is, mm. is a big help. But in in general, the lambing is just similar. Yeah. It's just... Sheep is sheep. Sheep is sheep. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of... Yeah. Yeah, you just have to, I suppose, be familiar yeah. with what you're doing, especially with a large quantity of sheep. Yes. You kind of just want to be able to spot the little things. And spot yeah. the big things. Yes. <laughs> and just, yeah. yeah, the management, like your fox lights. Yes, fox lights. Fox lights yeah. are brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant yeah. idea. Mm. And um, alpacas. The alpacas. <laughs> the alpacas. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so all around it is. Mm. And I'm sure there's probably a bit more sort of predators out there over here because there's a lot more wildlife. Yeah. But um, we still in general have our have our predators for our lambs so we do have them issues yeah yeah wow great Mm. stuff so um available brand lambing time next year brian definitely yeah 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 or or i'll mark it in my calendar uh, yeah 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 or uh, any listeners you know if you if you need brian in i don't know um california or um (laughs) france or germany Uh, worldwide are you worldwide (laughs) you go worldwide for the, as Gary would say, for the small price of feeding him. Yeah. <laughs> All you have to do is put a steak in front of him, and he's very happy. Yeah. Steak and garlic butter. Garlic butter. He'd be happy. He'd be very happy. He'd be very happy. Yeah. Oh well, thank you, and thank you so very much welcome. for sharing all that with our thank listeners you. in this first episode of the Lambing Diaries. Yeah. Pity I'm not here for the rest of them. Pity you're not here for the rest of them. Well, I will try and bring the listeners a, a bit of an update. So if you want to know what Jill's been up to over, over when you're back at home enjoying the Irish summer, 
uh, around in the Australian winter. Well, Just keep tuning similar. in. It is very similar. <laughs> keep tuning in to the Lavin Diaries and you'll hear Definitely. all about the, yeah. the, the mistakes. Weird and wonderful. Weird and wonderful mistakes Jill's yeah. made. All the, <laughs> all the challenges. Um, yeah. The highs and the lows. That's what, yeah. that's what we do here on the Sheep yeah, Shop Podcast. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all real. We're keeping it really real. <laughs> Thanks so much, Brian. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sheep Show podcast. Got a burning sheep question or comment that you'd like to share or story or even a tip that would be good for other Sheep Show podcast listeners to know about. Get in touch via Instagram at Holston Valley Farm or email jill at holstonvalleyfarm.com.au. And until next time, sheep well.